1: ACN track. Welcome to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson.
2: Hello and welcome to the show brought to you by Auto Owls for all your mechanical and auto electrical needs. Great to have Auto Owls on board as it is to have you, Callum Robson, in the studio uh, with me. How are you, Cal? Yeah, very good. is that sponsor come on
3: board, but I suppose that's that's a good thing.
2: Your star power has uh, attracted them, mate. Eh? So that's why we've got uh, we've got them on. So great uh, to have Order Owls with us. What about this racing we've got coming up tonight, Cal? Tonight we've got the final of the WA Sprint Championship. Had the heats. Last Saturday night, of course, also had the final of the WA Distance Championship, won by Flake Manelli. We might cover off on that first before we get into tonight's racing. Big win from Flake, wasn't it? Uh, massive win, I thought. Very good. Um, it's
3: amazing how consistent the dog is. Runs around the same time every time, no matter what happens in the race. Uh, very good ability. Uh, once it hits a lead, it's pretty much over. And I would like to see it over against the, the big staying races over there and see how it goes but I think closer to, towards the end, I think as soon as it comes in season, it probably goes to breeding, which is fair
2: enough. So. Uh, yeah, David Hobby, the trainer of Flake Manelli, did uh, say after the race he had been looking forward to taking it over East, but uh, not to be. Let's go back, though, and, and hear the concluding stages of that race. Off the back, a race in two. Flake Manelli by two lengths. Cindy's Oliver second. 12 lengths away was so tough. Around the corner, Flake Manelli, she is a star. She takes out the WA Distance Championship by two. Cindy's Oliver
4: second. 10 lengths away. Third, so tough. Equilibrium then followed by Rockstar Patriot along with Weston Violet. Well back Hurricane, Tears' in Version of the rear.
2: There we go. So, Flake, as we know... Very good over this uh, five uh, seven fifteen journey. One of its past five starts, six of its past seven over the seven fifteen journey. The dog of interest there, Cindy Oliver, running second. We'll talk about this dog a bit more later on in the show. But first time it broke the forty two second mark, so there's a bit of a bit of a milestone for for this chaser.
3: Yeah, I think it probably enjoys the competition, Cindy Oliver. Once it gets out in front, I think it can probably. Go a bit too quick to where it burns out towards the end of the 7.15. Now that it was chasing Flake Minnelli, it's got something in front of it and I think can not burn so much so gas early and be good at the finish. And obviously, it was a very
2: quick track um, last Saturday, but so that paid a part, but um, it was a good run in the... All so. right. Going around uh, again on Saturday night, we'll talk more about that race. Cindy what about, okay? What about this WA Sprint Championship final? Of course, we had Tommy Shelby... The Colt hero uh, making a very good return to the track, winning his heat in 29.55 over the 5.20-metre journey. The other heat winner, Mermay Minelli, doing it as she does always out in front, uh, and this occasion was able to hold on. Uh, There are some other good dogs in this final tonight. Uh, How are we reading this one, Cal? Uh, Very messy is how we're reading it. Mermay Minelli.
3: As we've said on the show, Lux, she's a lot of the track. Will come out to the middle of the track and is the best beginner in this
2: field. And... goes be messy because she's got box one you think she's going to cut across.
3: Yeah, she'll vertically come across to the middle of the track and take anything to the outside up with her. She's the best beginner. How Tommy Shelby misses her, I'm not sure. You're be best missing the start, but obviously you can't tell the dog to do that. So Tommy Shelby's probably going to come out and get dragged to the top. It's how quickly Tommy Shelby can get down to that fence and rattle through. We saw him last week come from behind. That was my one question, whether Tommy Shelby could come behind in a race, and we saw it last week that he's got no issue doing that anymore. He's stronger and probably taking a big advantage from that uh, trip over east. But also, Sir Monty will cut hard to the fence as well, and is probably coming out better than Tommy Shelby at the moment. So it could be a big old sandwich for Tommy Shelby, and where he comes out from that is a big question mark. I'd be looking at uh, dogs like Grace Ully. I think Grace Ully will be the first one to the fence. We'll miss all the commotion early, get down to the fence, and we saw it absolutely rattle home um Last start, you look past the line, she's well and truly in front, 20 metres past the line. And I think Pixie Manelli might be the one at uh, reasonable odds that could miss the early trouble caused by the inside three dogs and loop around and potentially lead the race. All
2: right, well, we're catching up with Steve Withers, trainer of Tommy Shelby later on the show, so I'll be very interested to hear what his thoughts are. Now, if you're like me, Cal, and you were wondering where Campini is in all this, well, we found out... uh, Last week, the dog has had a toe injury they've been struggling to get a hold of, uh, uh, but it is coming back, and uh, we'll be seeing Campini on the track again, hopefully within the next month or so. What about the racing we've got ahead of us on the weekend, starting with Friday night down at Mandra? Very good free-to-all over the 405-metre journey. That's race seven. Tell us about that one, Cal. Uh,
3: Very good. You've got um, early speed in turbo fun. Uh, Rolleston's got a lot of early speed. Tours tends to miss it. Raise the bridge is first up over the 405 (coughs) Big big Arty Banners come from over east and is racing really well in tandem at pace. Uh, the, another dog that's racing pretty well, but box six looks tricky. Rogue will be there being improved around in box seven over the 405. So I'll uh, be interested to see what prices come up. I'd have Turbo fund favorite. And I think um, if Rouge or Rogue, Rouge comes and races well, I think you can be thereabouts in the finish. Turbo fund favorite, not tandem at pace? No, Turbo fund has to be favorite. I wouldn't have tandem pace anywhere near your favorite. Okay, all right.
2: Hasn't only missed the top three finish once in 12 starts, tandem at pace, very consistent. Yeah, it tends to miss the start and wants the fence and comes up with box six here, so that looks very tricky in a very hot field. All right, what about a couple of races later on? Race nine, another one over the 405 metre, journey. This is a grade four, but... Also, a very nice field assembled here for this one at Mandur on Friday night.
3: Yeah, we know you, we've picked you've picked this one out because of Einsteinium, but um, uh,
2: I think actually, Cal pre-show discussions, this was your choice. But okay, Einsteinium just happened to be in there, and I'm happy with that. Yeah, <laughs> you, you'll, you'll be tipping it for sure. Uh,
3: one thing that strikes about this race the amount of early speed, amazing fun can get out. Circa Maximus a quick beginner, mm. Ferrella Ford very quick, Chevy's Midnight quick, Nobillion quick, and your mate Einsteinium is very quick. So, yep. Um, it's how you want to work your map. Amazing Fun, although not overly suited to box one, we'll want to use a little bit of the track and probably race one off. I think he gets a good map here. I can sit in behind the three. Um, the four goes wide, so he gets room
2: there, and I think we'll be too good for them. Yeah, sorry, the four's too good? Chevy's Midnight? No, Amazing, amazing Fun. Amazing Fun will be yeah. too good. The Chevy's Midnight uh, likely to be favored, though, potentially? I uh, wouldn't have thought so, no. No? Okay. Einsteinium, you, the dog you mentioned, the dog that I love talking about, did win last start, 22.58. Still hasn't wa- uh, run as quick as it did in that qualifying trial, which brought it to to our attention. So I think there's still improvement left in this dog.
3: Yeah, whether it's improvement or it's a lingering issue with the dog, it looked to me like it was stopping on the line. So... Um, this
2: guy he's a hater he's a hater and there's a lot of speed I think this dog will have to lead to win this race and I don't think it will do so so. yeah it is this is a really tough race totally agree with you on that account to headquarters again on Saturday night Uh, some good racing once again Cal Uh, ones that we've highlighted Uh, race 4 this is the mixed 4-5 over 7 the 7.15 metre journey only a six dog field but it looks like an absolute doozy here we we mentioned Cindy's Oliver at the top of the show we the people a dog that uh, you've been on board with for some time and Hurricane Tears probably the standouts here just a quick one on Hurricane Tears did head flake manelli briefly last week and then uh, ended up finishing downfield were we disappointed with that run
3: or not no cuz well from my personal point of view i know that Hurricane Tears is going to do that once the dog doesn't lead it doesn't chase very well so I think it might be a um, – we might see an improved effort from Hurricane Tears, but we'll need to improve a lot to beat this field. Um, pro- it probably leads
2: this field. There's not a lot of early speed, but whether it runs out a true 7.15 is up for the taking. All right, so what about, about those other two leading ones? Cindy Oliver, we know, a uh, very, uh, very good dog. We the people, an up-and-coming type for trainer Sean Kavanagh. It's won two of its past three. Last win uh, was over the four. Uh, 647 at Mandra in 3474 has not yet raced over the 715 but you do like this dog over this distance.
3: Yeah, we we'll last started one at Cannington over the 600 and came home in 1128 which is the second quickest run home time o- over the 600 this year and the dog that ran home quicker after having a cleaner run was Cassus Belly. We saw what that di- d- that dog did over the 715. I think this dog is Um, A weapon, I think, is probably looking for the 7.15. And I think if you can lob close, which it should be able to, because Weston Violet, Wake Up, and Spring uh, Spring Spinner aren't blessed with a lot of early speed. If it can lob just behind them, I think it would be a very good race. And um, depending on prices, it would probably
2: lean to We The People. All right. Only a six-dog feel, but uh, certainly plenty of interest in that staying race there. A couple of races uh, on race six, a 3.80 free-to-all Callum. What's going on here? Why why are we featuring a, a 380 that doesn't have Einsteinium in it? You know why? Because this is a red-hot field, probably the best field of the night. Yeah, this is the best 380 I've ever seen. Um,
3: Fab's excise always races in free-for-all, can go really quick. Probably not suited to box one. Regal Twist actually pinged out at Mandrover 405, 405. We'll get Steve with his thoughts later on about Regal mm-hmm. Twist, but should be suited to the bend start and can run really good time. Happy Rage got a lot of early speed. Canning Coon is absolutely flying at the moment. Kurt Lee, we know, has ability. Probably not showing at his best in the moment, but you imagine with Chris Hulse, he can quickly turn around and dog and find the find the issue. And Huey Blue, who's absolutely airborne at the moment, um, suited out in box seven. And Son of Jamaica, obviously really young. First time, 380. And it will be
2: interesting to see what Son of Jamaica can do. Obviously, box eight looks tricky. Just absolutely talent laden. Dogs in form. All over the shop, uh, you, you mentioned Kurt Lee there, probably you know, not showing as good a form as these other ones, but still placing pretty much every time he goes around. Yeah, Huey, Huey Blue, and we've, we'll have got Bill Chules on later on the show. This one has passed four starts, six of its past nine, a top two finish in like its last 11 starts. It is absolutely flying at the moment, but... Won't be favourite here and, and doesn't doesn't deserve to be because of the quality of this film. Well, the thing
3: about Huey Blue is he never goes around favourite. He always seems to be slightly missed mm. and I'm probably one of those that's a bit of sceptical about Huey Blue. and can always take him on and
2: recently uh, I've been... Uh, Had your fingers burnt. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Okay, so who, who are we picking out of this? Um, I'd probably
3: go Counting Kuna, I think. Uh, the box suits. on the lemon. Yeah, the box suits. I like box five over 380. It's well talked about. Um, uh, I think it's absolutely airborne. I think it's probably the best dog in the race over the 380. And this needs a little bit of clear running and it will be thereabouts in the
2: finish. All right. Well, there you go. There's your thoughts on uh, some uh, key races coming up over the weekend. On the other side of the break, we will be catching up with Steve Withers Thanks to Auto Owls, which is a family-owned and operated business, and their number one priority is to get to know you and your car personally. Whether it be a logbook servicing, mechanical repairs, air conditioning, or electrical, they can help. For your convenience, Auto Owls offers after-hours servicing by appointment and has a mobile auto, electrical, and air conditioning service to your door. Auto Owls is located at 137 Oak Street, Bentley, Call 6 or go to autoals.com.au or check out their Facebook page, something you should do, Cal, because you need your car serviced. Anyway, we won't, uh, we won't harp on about that. On the other side, we're catching up with Steve Withers.
1: Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Live on ACN track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson.
2: Well, last Saturday night, the big dog was back, Tommy Shelby, one of the most exciting chases in the country. And he goes around tonight in the final of the WA Sprint Championship. It is our pleasure to welcome the trainer of Tommy Shelby to the show, Steve Withers. How are you, Steve?
5: boys. How's everybody?
2: Uh, good mate good. Uh, maybe not as good as you're going at the moment with this greyhound uh, wonderful return to the track uh, by Tommy uh, last week at Carrington. Uh, uh, you're obviously very pleased uh, with the result there.
5: Yeah it was really um, surprising to be honest because uh, since we've been home from Sydney um, had a couple of bumps it was a pretty rough race over there and he'd had a few trials around here getting ready for it and he hadn't really hit the, his personal best marks in trial so we are a little bit concerned that he wasn't right at his peak and uh, for him to come out and produce that it was uh, yeah, it was really surprising and, and we were thrilled
3: We had a talk after the race about uh, the draw, potential draw and the one thing we both said is mermo Benelli to the inside not ideal and uh, obviously it looks like the graders had a bit of fun and put mermo Benelli next to Tommy Shelby, how do you think the race will pan out?
5: Surely we've got to get back to doing these box draws on track. We're the only state that doesn't have COVID restrictions, and we're the only state that's not doing on-course box draws. Even Victoria does with their with their bandit masks on at the moment.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, that has been mooted actually. That's uh, a very good point. Um, but regardless of that, the draws the draw is what you've got, and obviously not ideal for you. Um, yeah, how, how are you seeing that one play out? Your mermaids in one, you're in two. Uh, are you going to be cut off here, or what's what, what what's likely to happen here in your opinion?
5: Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? A good box doesn't always mean it's a good draw, so wild box Two is really good. Mermaid on your inside, who, let's be honest, is unleadable. She, um, she just leads every time she goes out there for fun. So. And she steps straight to the right, and more so Sir Monty wants to get down to the rail. He's drawn in three and really comes out the lid's nice and clean as well. So um, it looks really sticky, yeah. it's um, It looks difficult. You don't know what's going to happen, Um I've said that many times with this dog though um, in history and uh, every time you put him out there, he just makes good decisions and he surprises me and he's clearly got a lot more talent than what I've got. So uh, <laughs> we know we've got a really good chaser. Uh, he doesn't give up when things get tough. He makes great decisions in the field and we know we've got a big motor. So if there's any opportunity of getting a run and getting a victory, we know he'll he'll take the opportunity. So if it doesn't come, it was never meant to be, I suppose.
3: And how how are the nerves on a night like tonight? Like obviously the final, you get if you win, you get straight through to the semi final of the million dollar chase at Wentworth Park. We know how well Tommy Shelby went when he went over there last time. Does that put any extra pressure on tonight?
5: No, nah, my job's done now. Um, he's right. He's in he's in great condition. He's physically um, well. He's spiritually well. He we know he's got ability. We know he chases. So um, it's like uh, having the best horse in the race and legging Willie Pike up and wishing him good luck. Yeah. Um, Away you go, he'll, uh, he'll do the rest. So having trust in him and, and so much belief, and, and he's proven that many times over, so um, I'll just get him in the boxes and wish him good luck. You'll
2: you'll definitely uh, take up the option of the million-dollar chase if if the if it comes to fruition?
5: Well, that's out of our control as well, unfortunately. That'll, that'll come down to the greater community and restrictions. But if there was any way of getting it done, uh, we would love to get it done, yeah. We had yeah. a great time in Sydney and the dog liked Sydney, so... We'd really love to get back there if, if it was
2: possible. Well, speaking of the the Sydney campaign, uh, look, I gather that when you first arrived, the dog didn't take to it, but uh, eventually did come round to the conditions over there. And obviously, we know how well that he did perform uh, at Wentworth Park. Uh, does he? Was that was that young? You know, taking a young dog on an Eastern States campaign was that kind of the making of him? You know, does it, he come back more seasoned, more mature, uh, and a better race dog?
5: I uh, probably haven't got enough evidence to confirm that at this point. Obviously, he ran his best time last week, so that could be a little bit track condition related, I suppose. But um, yeah, look, he was great over there. He uh, he did take a, he, the impression again that he um, he settled in in the first few days. But he's willing to the to the racetrack, and he just gets another gear. He's he uh, he knows what he's doing, and he loved it. He, he went super. So yeah, if, if he improved anything for the journey. well, I mean, for the trip over to Sydney and back, and it was a
2: great result. Can you believe the interest that's been around this greyhound? Uh, He's become a bit of a cult hero. Obviously, we had the the Peaky Blinders boys uh, out there on Saturday night cheering him on with all the 1920s-style gear. He's really gathered a following, haven't he? I think Callum actually might have slipped himself into that group as well. He had one of those peak caps
5: on. (laughs) But <laughs> has been in that group since day one. He just goes incognito. Don't so worry uh, At least what he says, watch what he does. Um, and it's really humbling what's happened. It's obviously nothing. You can't design it or plan it. And you can't make that um, following and that support happen even as, as hard as you wanted to try. So to see it unfold in front of you, you no know, doing of your own, it's, um, it's just amazing. So. When you see that sort of support and that, we've really wanted to take the opportunity to do something positive and, and good with it. So we did the stubby coolers for GAP and, um, and garnished uh, a fair bit of support and, for GAP and, and funding. We want to just keep rolling through charity and, that, and the more awareness we can get around dogs in the positive and, um, and raise money for charity, it's, it's, it's just nice for, it's, it's nice for the dog to do something good through yeah. that
2: yeah, definitely. Obviously, yeah, the publicity has been good around this dog story in the paper uh, this week as well. And, yeah, you mentioned the charity angle there. You've, uh, you've asked for people to send in their charities to, and you, 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 you yourself and the ownership group have uh, you donating a percentage of the money that the dog wins. Uh, every month you're having a different charity. Uh, really wonderful uh, promotion for the sport and, and a wonderful Great thing to th- do for the community.
5: It's a very small price to pay. We've been very, very lucky to get this dog to start with and um, even more lucky to have the support and the, um, the hype that's around. So to be able to focus that in on um, something positive for the greater community and great hands of and Pets and the cause, and, yeah, it's, we're just happy to be on the journey.
2: Yeah, excellent stuff. What, what about uh, the, the future of this one? Obviously, if you know, potentially a trip over east uh, on the cards if if everything falls into place. But if, if not, uh, how far do you see this dog going?
5: Uh, well, that's up to him. Uh, what well, he's found, and um, he's racing well and he's enjoying it. We're happy to take him wherever. It's probably the worst time in history to have a good job, I <laughs> suppose, well with corona restrictions. Um, but he's out of all his age classic races to this point. There's lots of good racing here in Perth for him. Uh, but there's also, yeah, if if Corona restricts us from Sydney, the Adelaide Cup's on at the same time, and, and that's on a different level of restriction than what New South Wales is. So that's a possibility. And, um, Brisbane had some really good racing up there as well. Uh, obviously, WA, we still have our races in between, and uh, hopefully later in the year, Sydney and, and Victoria, hopefully next year, clean up a little bit. And you, You'd think that, barring any major injuries or um, issues with him structurally, I mean, that he's probably got a really good way ahead of him we'd like to go on holidays with and in the journey.
3: And in the near future you've obviously got Jive and Jake in and Regal Twist in Saturday. Um, Regal Twist looks to strike a really hot race but really pinged out of the boxes over four or five at Mandra should be suited to the Ben Start. How do you see that race?
5: Yeah, that that's pretty just as important as what um tonight's race is with Tony. The first step's gonna be everything on that corner start. It's a good able with proven three for all dog for Regal Twist but um, and once she comes out the box, in her sectional and early splits. Since she's been here trialing, she's very electric early. So uh, if she comes out smooth and they don't bump her in the first 10 metres, find it very hard to think that anything he led her. And if she led, she wouldn't be getting run down over 380. Uh, Driving Jake's a bit of a progressive dog. He can run. Um, he's just really young and still making uh, his way through, learning his way around the field and stuff. So. Uh, yeah, I'll probably prefer him a little bit later on once he's uh, become a little bit more professional.
3: And other stable stars, Joker Poker, not nommed this week. Everything all right with that, Doc?
5: Nah, she pulled up a little bit sore out night. She didn't handle the first corner too well and um, still got a couple of weeks rest. And she's got a bigger better thing later in the career. Um, her mother was a uh, dual uh, oh, multiple Group 1 finalist and her sister's a Group 1 winner. Uh, she goes pretty good herself, Joker, so... Her few is on the couch and having some little puppies. And uh, if she comes back after the injury and she's trolling up good, we'll give her more opportunities. We'll just leave it up to her what she chooses.
2: All right, there we go. So that's what's happening in the kennel. Anything else uh, coming through, mate, that we should be aware of?
5: Uh, No, not at the moment. We're just, uh, most of the dogs here are pretty well known and they're going around and we're all aware of them and the other ones that we've got here working at the moment. Half of them aren't named and they're way too young to even get a proper
4: line on yet. They're a few months of
2: racing. Okay. The next generation, possibly the next Tommy coming through, but at the moment you've got the current Tommy Shelby uh, going around. Best of luck for this final uh, tonight, mate. Uh, we'll be cheering on uh, with Tommy and hopefully uh, seeing bigger and better things from this greyhound. Yeah,
5: cheers, guys. Let's just hope for a clean one.
2: Yeah, good stuff. There's Steve Withers there. Talking all things uh, Tommy Shelby and uh, his other greyhounds as well. Now, speaking of dogs in red-hot form, Huey Blue won its past four starts. And uh, on the other side of the break, we'll be catching up with uh, the trainer of Huey Blue, Bill Chules.
1: Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson. Live on ACN Track. You're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson.
2: Welcome back to a Go Greyhounds. Uh, Joining us now is uh, Bouncing Billy Chul's trainer of Huey Blue and a whole bunch of other greyhounds. How are you, Billy?
4: Very good. Thanks, James. Yourself?
2: Good, good. I'm fantastic. Now, someone in the office told me yesterday that you used to have your own radio show. Tell me about this.
4: When we had our shoe stores, we used to be a very big sponsor of the greyhounds in those days. And, of course, we are on the radio as much as we were at work, I think. And we used to do greyhounds for uh, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays and all that type of thing. So we were a very big supporter of the Greyhounds when we had our own business as Jules Discount Shoes. And that was from around about, I think, um, the late 80s right through to the, you know, sort of the 90s. So, uh, yeah, we had a good run. I don't know it was sort of Tools uh, Discount Shoes uh, come Greyhound Racing. So with David Simonetti, uh, Stewie Lowe, and all those people. So, um, uh, and also you've got one back in there, Lindsey Walker. He was on it as
2: well. Wow. Okay. Some big uh, some names, yeah. blast from the past back then. Uh, well, you'll be asking me the questions, mate. So with your radio experience on here, uh, <laughs> now uh, good to have you on the show, mate. uh Tell us about this greyhound, Huey Blue. Uh, absolutely on fire a- at the moment. Going really well for you.
4: Look, he is, James, and he's one of those greyhounds. I was mentioning to you yesterday. It's one of those greyhounds where the trainer can take a lot of credit for it, but really it's the greyhound himself. Um, You you can go down to your straight track and let a greyhound go. Sometimes you let him go and you think, where are they? And you look down alongside, there they are. But in some cases, as most trainers would know, and I'm sure that you've seen it when you've been to training establishments, that the interesting thing is that this greyhound, you take the lead off him and he's just a bull. All he wants to do is go. He wants to work do what he's got to do, put the lead back on, and and put him back up in his room, and and the trainer does get the credit for it, but he's just one of those dogs, he's, um, for a greyhound dog, as in uh, a male dog, he's only 29 kilos, and most of the greyhounds that I've had, as in uh, male dogs, have been sort of like around about the 32, 34, but he seems to race very well at that sort of uh, weight, but um, he does the work himself, and he's just He's just a credit to himself. He's a, a blue dog. He's by Wendy Carla come Trenord. Wendy Carla certainly gives his speed out of the boxes, and I'm sure that Tranord has given him his strength. I did mention to you yesterday, James, I, I thought that maybe he was going to be a five twenty dog from the time that I got him, and I just happened to put him in the 380 trials, and he went pretty well, and he only and he took a couple to get through, and I've left him there ever since, and, you know, there may come a time where I'll, I'll step him up, but he's only two and a bit and uh, he's already reached top grade, so the dog's done a power of work, and he's just out of the boxes he's running times that um you know that can put him in the race, even this race that you've got coming up this week, which is
5: huge yep uh,
4: as far as um you know the field is concerned, but he can go uh, he went the other week uh you know like six thirty seven six forty one six forty 640 from uh, boxes five, six, and seven, so he can be up there early with him. It's just a matter of it's a very, very good field, and I'm sure you're going to relate to that.
2: Yeah, indeed. Well, look, as you mentioned, you might step him up uh, over longer over the longer journey, but no need to at the moment while he's still going so well. Yeah, you mentioned the quality of this field; it's absolutely superb, one of the best uh, 380 free draws we've seen for a very long time. He he has got box seven. You mentioned he'll he'll go okay against this field, but what about the box draw there?
4: Really looking at the field, James, from inside to where I'm placed, um, you know, you've got some real speed there. but And I've got speed on the outside of me. You know, don't forget, Son of Jamaica can really get out of the boxes too and has proved that down at Mandurah. So I wouldn't think where you're placed in this race. It's it's. I would say by the time they get, you know, probably 20 metres out of the boxes to 30 metres out of the boxes. So that's before you get to the 275. Um, you're going to know the fate of... Uh, I'm going to know the fate of my dog and I'm sure a lot of other people are going to know the fate of theirs too because if he's going to run somewhere around about the low 40s or, or, or very high 30s, he's going to be punching up there and he doesn't go across the field either. He actually straightens and, and goes straight. So if he allows the other dogs on the inside of him to sort of punch up inside of him, and you've got uh, Countess of cooner you got Fab's excise on the inside. You got uh, Royal Tweet, I think it is, is the uh, one uh, coming up Regal Tweet, yeah, 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 Regal Tweet. I mean, you know, when you look at all those times, look. All I'm hoping is that um, he can produce his three runs out of those outside boxes, which I think he is definitely suited from outside more so than inside. Last week he went from one and went twenty one ninety nine. He probably wondered what he was doing inside, but and he got up and he showed his strength at the end, but. I'm not concerned if he doesn't reach the lead straight away, but his first and second session says to me that he's going to be in the first three going down the back. And with his um, strength of Trenord from um, Paul Stewart's group of, of dogs, and, Pi g, you know, he's starting to produce a couple of dogs now that are starting to run around the place. So my suggestion, if you're looking for a dog to go to, Trenord's going to give you more and more, I would say, because Trenord, I was speaking to Paul the other day, and he nearly... Put him over six hundred, but he just had a few injuries that stopped him. But um, you know, I certainly wouldn't hesitate to go to Trinord again because he's given me strength at the end of the races. So well, that's, that's a big endorsement, start, Billy. Sorry.
2: Big endorsement.
4: Well, it is a big endorsement because you have a look at these uh, the dogs that are by Trinord. They can sort of launch if they're if they're um, you know by the. If it can be the sire and the dam can sort of um, give you that exercise, but also they can give you a bit of strength at the finish. So there's not a lot of um, dogs around that can give you strength both ends. So that's what I'm looking for. He doesn't wilt at the end. They do come but he doesn't wilt at the end. And, uh, look, it's going to be a terrific race. I'm I'm so much looking forward to it. And the main thing is, of course, as we all like to do, James is, you know, at the end of the race, we take our dog home and we produce again. You know, so that's the main thing.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we're certainly looking forward to it as well. Look, you have had a pretty long involvement in the sport uh, and had a lot of good dogs over the time. We couldn't uh, get you on the radio without mentioning the time you won the Perth Cup uh, back in 91 with Frantic Night. Uh, that, that was uh, obviously a highlight uh, of your time in Greyhounds.
4: Said to me, I've got about eight to ten minutes. I tell you what, when, when, <laughs> that speech, that speech at the uh, final of that race, because it was such a, such a big thing to be able to get the dog there. You know, I mean, we had Sandy's Mum in the heats, and we didn't have the Eastern States dogs, James, that we have now come right. over and race. it. it's more like the sprint uh, race of tonight, and where you had all your local dogs. But um, gee whiz, we owned our business then, and we had a. a, a a double-decker bus go out the final night because, you know, you had to go over three weeks then, James. You had a a heat, you had a semi-final and a final. Right. Well, we were lucky to get through. He did a little bit, you know, he sort of come down on a dog in the semi-final and after about three hours that we were celebrating that he'd actually got into the final, we had to go through a situation where we got called into the stewards and we had to do a, uh, a trial on the on the monday if we were allowed to to be able to him to take the place in the field most people would know the story anyway so i won't elaborate too much anyway he got through the trial um because he was a stayer so he went to the front and he led that trial and of course when it came to the the um final race itself on the night we had about uh i think three and a half thousand tickets we gave away and we wow. took out 800 people eight people on buses and his uh, racing uh kennel name was woody and we unfiled this uh, big banner. You know, I was a bit of a go-go then, I can tell you. And we had this double-decker bus, and we put Go Woody Go on it. Well, I always swear to this day, James, So when they came out of the boxes, there was two brothers in the race. One had drawn box one and one had drawn box eight. And um, they, were, they didn't really like each other, those two, and I'd drawn box two. Anyway, so as we jumped, my dog, probably from the trial on the Monday, He jumped, and he actually jumped enough that the one dog had to come off and go around him. And going into the first corner, the one dog who's sitting on the outside of me, just about to go past me, has seen his brother in the eight, and, well, you know, they've (laughs) got really tangled up together. And they've left me go eight lengths in front. Wow. Well, well, you know, I mean, I don't think anyone's yelled or carried on as much as... uh, all the crew that I took out there, didn't it? Because they knew what the exercise was. It was free drinks all the way home and for the rest of the night. So um, I know we got about $38,000 for win the race. And I think it cost me $8,000 on the night and the next day on celebrating.
2: Celebrating. Oh, well, that... It was a
4: great night. And he was, was a real good dog anyway. He'd yeah. been trained by uh, Les Christopherson. And he'd been in a lot of finals and hadn't been lucky in any, and I was just lucky that I got him at the right time, and Jeff Leppard did a great job with him, and uh, we were able to get away and win the race. Yeah,
2: fantastic, Bill. Obviously a, a memory that uh, you, you cherish quite a lot. Look, we, we are running out of time. We need twice as much uh, time to have a chat to you, Bill, but we c- couldn't leave without mentioning uh, you, you're going through some health issues at the moment. We, we do feel for you. H- how? give us an update on that.
4: I know we're running out of time, but all I can say is, My latest report is that I've got through that period of time, which would have been the end of uh, February, so I am still talking to you now. Uh, Then it was Easter. We got through Easter. Now we're looking at uh, August, and the report is that the cancer that I've got, which is all over my liver and was very heavy into my chest from nowhere, um, through the blood test, which I suggest to anyone, if you're not feeling right, just go and get one. It'll tell you what's happening. The situation is that it's gone from my chest Um, And the doctor said, whatever you do, Billy, he said, don't get too cocky yet, he says, because it's all around your liver, and that's what we've got to work on now.
2: Right. Well, that is certainly very good news. Great to hear, Bill. Great to have you with us, and wonderful uh, to speak to, you. and we'll certainly be catching up with you at the track very soon.
4: Thanks very much, James.
1: Thanks for having me on.
2: Good stuff. There is Bill Chules and we are heading to a shop.
1: Live on ACN Track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson.
2: Welcome back to the show and joining us, as he always does, David Short from Tab Touch, my co-host on Greyhound Gold. How are you, Shorty? I'm
0: very well, thank you, JB. Cal, great to be with you guys. How are you today?
2: Excellent, excellent, excellent. Now, let's have a look at what happened last night before we look ahead. Uh, Big win uh, by Jordan Sparkles down there at Mandra. This dog's uh, really in good form for Cody Charles, isn't it?
0: Oh, big time, yeah. Greyhound to pop into the black book. Jordan Sparkles just keeps up and getting the job done at the moment. It was a good, brave win last night. Had to do it the tradesman's way, coming from off-speed, but uh, recorded a really impressive victory, so um, Jordan Sparkles definitely a greyhound to follow, and the good times rolled on for Cody deeper into the program as well. Um, he had a good night at the office with Mason Rocks getting up uh, there, race number three, seventeen forty-two over the shorts, gaining the start as a reserve and getting the job done. So a double for Cody Charles. Good night at the office.
2: Yes, indeed, Oriental Owen proving himself to be unstoppable over the three hundred two, isn't he?
0: He is, and he, he actually got out to a really good price last night, a dollar seventy for Oriental Owen, and it was over early, straight to the top. Um, that's uh, all she wrote. Um, I guess a little surprise with the dogs filling the place behind. Uh, Shimbo Spirit and poor old Rusty, as $30 chances, filled uh, the second and third spots and jacked up those trifecta and first four divvies. The two dogs that were back to beat Oriental Owen, Kung Fu Fun and Mauritian Sniper, couldn't work their way into the race and was left for Oriental Owen to record yet another victory for Steve Richards. Yeah, oh, that dog is absolutely flying.
2: Another dog I, I like the look of, uh, Cerberus Manelli, looking to... have uh, found its niche... Over the 302-metre journey here, another win... uh, ..or back to the winner's circle last night.
0: Yeah, big boil over here. There was a tens-on favourite try-catch-me that went under. So um, anyone that was involved there at the really short quote, disappointing, just missed the start off the inside, couldn't work into the race, but Cerberus Manelli, really strong the back end of the race. Akali, the runner-up, was a nice effort too, finishing second in 17.21, and even uh, 10 in third, 17.25. They're the sorts of times that are going to be winning races over the next few weeks over this sort of trip. All right, we
2: look ahead. Big meeting at uh, Canton tonight with the WA Sprint Championship. We just heard from Steve Withers uh, regarding uh, Tommy Shelby. Uh, comes in as the fastest qualifier, but uh, maybe the way the draws panned out, uh, a tough ask for to him.
0: He's just going to need that little bit of luck early, isn't he, with Mermaid Minnelli drawing the inside tends to want to get up the track. But one thing about Tommy Shelby, he's proven himself to be a really durable, tough race dog. And uh, he's the sort of dog that can cop a few checks in a run and still go on with the job. We saw that last week. He still went 29.55 and suggesting that there's improvement off that performance last week. um, With even luck, Tommy's still the dog to beat in my eyes. All
2: right. Uh, Any other racing uh, at headquarters tonight? I'm looking at this uh, race five, the... uh, 520 metre novice as like an absolute cracker here. A lot of good dogs in that. And we get to see Sunset Spitfire, who was very impressive on debut, go around again here.
0: Absolutely. Broke the maiden record there last week, running 29-45 and breaking the record of Quick Jagger, who emerged as one of our star greyhounds going back a couple of years ago now. So Sunset Spitfire, big wraps on this chaser. Only has to reproduce what it did last week to win by space again. Um, he'll be really short, but should be winning the first leg of the quaddie there tonight, you'd suggest. Alright, that's
2: in race five. Anything else we should be looking at tonight, mate?
0: I thought it was a pretty tough program, to be honest, outside of uh, the two sort of feature races on the card. I know that Cowell's uh, thrown out of ground. Recall Express last week on the program. It looks to be closing in on a victory. Uh, it's drawn box four in race number two. But uh, on the whole, I didn't think there were a lot of standout bets on the card tonight there at Cannington. I'll be watching the two features and, and really looking forward to seeing uh, two um, stars of WA Chase in the sprint finals, enormous, and then um, the, the continued rise of Sunset Spitfire in race number five.
2: Saving a powder for the weekend. Then uh, what about Friday, uh, Mandarin, Saturday back at uh, Cannington, mate?
0: Yeah, pretty keen Friday night. Race five, number one, Quarteraro best bet on the program. This Graham was massive last week in defeat. Uh, prior form had been excellent. Um, just really a dog that from the draw looks awfully hard to beat. I thought it was uh, the best bet on the program. Race five, number one, raro Um Brooksy Manelli's an old dog that's been so good to me throughout the course of his career. He drops right back to provincial grade five level on Friday night. Probably prefer to see him drawn a little wider, but um, all you can do is just keep up and keep running up and running well. If he gets that little bit of luck in running, I think Brooksy Minelli each way is another really nice bet on the card. Race ten, at number one. They're the two main plays for me Friday night there at Mandurah. Yeah, and Cannington Saturday. Candy, the Saturday's another really interesting program. I think Carl's dog, uh, Buster the Brute, gets a chance to return to the winner's list off the inside. Draw Starbook uh, will take some beating if he can get some luck in the early stages of that race. But Cindy's Oliver over the 7.15, taking on We The People. This is going to be one of the races of the night. Um, I'm leaning towards Cindy's Oliver off that effort behind Flake Manelli in the big distance final last week. But We The People was one of our best bets last week, and it was a huge run. I think that it's the Cornella of the night. I'll be taking those to run one, two in race number four. Um, later in the night on an each-way basis race, six number three, Regal Twist, coming off a hot win down at Mandra last Friday night. Uh, Only has to reproduce that here to be right in the mix. And um, I thought in race nine, number seven, Weston Roger, he's won his last two starts from box number seven, comes from that draw again. If he just gets across early, he'll take all the beating. So uh, they're the three that I'll be teaming up with on Saturday night out there at Cannington. What are your confidence levels like with Buster for Saturday, Cal?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm a bit worried about Starbook um, and perfectly drawn out wide Starbook. I think if we can hold it out, we'd probably be a good chance. Burn down the back and hopefully grip on late. Obviously, Starbuck's a lot stronger than us late, so we will have to get a couple of lengths on Starbuck. But um, he gets the good box again. We've been quite unlucky with our box draws of recent, so it's good to get him back into the box one.
2: Any excuse, Thanks, any excuse. Hey, listen, Shorty, best of luck uh, out at Cannington tonight. Uh, you'll be on Sky, I believe, uh, uh, and uh, looking forward to the coverage.
0: Can't wait for it, guys. Uh, looking forward to this sprint final. Should be a beauty. Good luck to all the punters having a crack tonight.
2: All right. That's Ed Cannington tonight. Thank you, Shorty. We'll catch up with you next week. Cal, what about uh, your best for the weekend? Um, well, I'll talk
3: about tonight first. Uh, race four, number seven, Bushman Swag out in box eight. Uh, I think it's perfectly drawn out there. Uh, strikes are easy race. Think can actually put itself on speed. There's not a lot of early speed in this race and, should go very close and race seven number five motown tier love box five over the 380 i think it can burn early and i think you can get the cash for us at a decent price um on friday night i like amazing fun i think it's race nine number one um i think it gets the right map and i think if it just sits in behind them it will be way
2: too strong late all right those are your thoughts for the upcoming race and meetings uh, thank you cal pleasure as always Thanks again also to our new sponsors, Auto Owls. Grey, uh, Go Greyhounds brought to you by auto. auto Owls, your friendly mechanical and electrical specialist. I know Cal is booking in. What, you've got a what – what have you got? Like a hatchback? A Nissan Pulsar. Nissan Pulsar. Okay, all right. I thought it might have a scooter or something. Oh okay. no, yeah, it's got a few problems as well, so right. I definitely have to book it in. You'll and... be down to Auto Owls. Good stuff. Uh, thanks for joining us on the show. We'll catch you next week on – Go Greyhounds.
1: Live on ACN track, you're listening to Go Greyhounds with James Broadhurst and Callum Robson.